You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity. And if you are listening to, listening to this, World War Three has begun. <laughs> we stand on the precipice. That's right. The end of days are upon us. Tiny and I are broadcasting from an undisclosed, undisclosed bunker. It's it's unclosed to us, but That's it's right. for sure enough closed to everybody That's else right. out there. Somewhere in the wilds of Fett County, Alabama, <laughs> um, we're here with our families. A twenty-one year supply of canned goods that we got from Third Eagle. That's right. <laughs> All enough arms and munitions to protect ourselves, and uh, a few odd news stories to bring you this week. <laughs> that voice that you've heard is my friend, Christopher Tiny Sullivan. How are you today? Pretty good. Good. Excellent hair, by the way. Your hair is looking, <laughs> I mean, it is amazing. It, is it a, really is. A quaffed of hair. I yes. Know. Very, very nice. As someone who has bad hair, I'm jealous of your good hair, you know? Yeah. My kids make fun of my hair all the time. They tell me I'm going bald. I don't know. You may not have saw Libby was pulling a gray hair out of my hair during church this morning. Yeah. No, I leaned over. I was like, hey, babe, I don't have a lot of hair. Don't pull out anymore. It's <laughs> gray, just, black, don't matter. <laughs> right. But huge news from the Libby front today. Since Deidre doesn't listen to this, she told me I couldn't tell Deidre. Libby made me a note this morning, gave it to me. And it said that I was now officially her favorite parent. Oh, yeah. The nine years <laughs> in the making. I finally have overtaken Deidre as favorite parent. So Take that, Deidre. That's right. Yeah. I put it up on my Instagram, <laughs> but then Libby made me hide Deidre so she couldn't see it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So nobody tell her. This is between us. Yeah, this is all between us. <laughs> it's an earth oddity secret. I want her to live the rest of her life thinking she's the favorite parent, mm -hmm. but me knowing she's not. So, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe one day on your deathbed, just so you know, right. you were never Libby's favorites. <laughs> well, when I do, when I make a horrible parenting decision as I want to do and, and Deidre gets on to me, yeah. that'll be when I whip it out and I'm like, look. I am Libby's favorite parent here. You know, you have no authority to tell me what to do. Okay? I actually have a notarized right. note right here exactly. that says so. It's got a picture of us holding hands on it and everything. <laughs> so you can uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Babe. What happens when she produces one that says, well, this is one that says that <laughs> I'm her favorite. I don't know. Libby's smart enough to play both sides of the fence. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Hudson won't. It's always been a long, it's a long-standing joke in our family to be like, "Well, I'm the favorite parent," you know. 
So Hudson will, will smartly say, I love both of you equally. Mm-hmm. And Thomas's answer has always been, it depends on what's going on <laughs> as to who's my favorite. Yeah, what have you done for me lately yeah. kind of thing. And Libby has solidly been, mom is my favorite mm-hmm. this whole time. And I've been <laughs> like, man, you're supposed to be like daddy's little girl and all that. And none of it worked until <laughs> this morning. So very happy. That has nothing to do with our news stories we no. have today. I've got a couple of Florida man stories that are pretty amazing. I've got an Oklahoma man story. Oklahoma man made a strong showing here All right. early part of 2020. So you're, everyone's going to enjoy that one, I think. What about you? Well, we have another teacher. Can't seem to use the facilities properly. Okay. We've got a psychic. But I want to start with this. Lori Laughlin is back in the news. All right. Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Lori Laughlin hires prison expert to advise her on life behind bars. Wow. This is straight up the exact same plot as a Will Ferrell Kevin Hart movie. That's right. It is. <laughs> it is. That name of that movie? Get, get hard. hard. Yes. Right. Yes. Not get smart. No. Get hard. It's not the title to my wedding video, by the way. <laughs> What's the title of that one? John and D. Bruh. The guy <laughs> misspelled Deidre's name instead of D-E-I-B-R-A. <laughs> that is no joke. Shout out to Brandon Perry from Alabama. Yeah, D. Bruh. <laughs> Brandon Perry. I, yeah. know, I know him. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he had the TV station. Right, yeah. He shot our wedding video. And, <laughs> How about that? Uh, and uh, the first graphic, I mean, it's just like the TV station event yeah. graphics on it, like Star Swipe. It says John and Debra. <laughs> yeah, he went to church with me, and we used to call him Nub. Yeah, yes, he lost a finger. Yes, and Brandon's a really great guy. He's yeah. a really great family. Yeah. I don't know if he's still alive or not. I'm going to say he is. Okay, I don't remember. My mom usually keeps me updated on everybody who's died in the West Alabama area. <laughs> so, you think he ever understood copyright law? Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. But we never even got him to fix it or anything. We just left it. And, you know, Deidre's physically endowed, so maybe bras were on his mind, you know? That was always my thought, you know? If I was cutting up a bunch of video of her, I might think the same thing, you know? (laughs) Anyways, back to Lori Laughlin. Back to Aunt Becky. (laughs) Says here that Lori Laughlin is in the process of preparing for a high-profile trial for her alleged participation in the college admissions scandal. Mm -hmm. To quickly recap the scandal... They were paying this guy who was supposed to be administering tests for the university, but he also had a bunch of uh, personal relationships with people on various admission boards of various universities. Right. And he had a nonprofit organization that people would pay money to his nonprofit. He would use his influence influence to get said celebrities kid into said university. Right. And then, and I think this is the real problem. Said celebrities would then count those payments off on their taxes right, because so they were to a nonprofit. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing came crumbling down. Yeah. Well, the actress, 55, currently faces up to 45 years behind bars, and she's reportedly hired a prison expert who is advising her on what life will be like in a correctional facility if she is sentenced. Oh, wow. Please be Kevin Hart. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> yes. Maybe this is like going to be a reality show or something. Oh my dude. Aunt Becky gets ready for prison. That would I would watch it. I would too. <laughs> I, would, I totally would. I would watch every episode. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> 
But he didn't pitch this to her. It could follow the trial. Yep. And everything. And then she's like working out. She's learning how to make shanks and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. She's like trying to join the Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> what if she does? Or like, the sisterhood. <laughs> she like comes out with like swastikas tattooed <laughs> on her and everything. <laughs> and she's trying to say that, look, I need protection. Yeah. On the inside. This isn't. This yeah. should my tattoos should not reflect how I believe. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would just need a protection. I'm fine. Yeah. I love everybody. It's got like a neck tattoo of like yes. an iron cross or something. Yeah, she's like, but just don't tell uh I don't know what some German something name. Goebbels. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know a lot of German names. Just don't tell Ursula that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it says uh, she has someone who is advising her on what to do in case she loses her case and goes to prison, a source told People Magazine. The advisor is there to help her learn the ropes. That's not to be construed that she thinks she's going to lose her case. Lori is a planner, and she is doing what she needs to do for all contingencies. Yeah, be prepared. Smart girl. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the source continued, the whole point is to have someone tell her how to keep herself safe. She needs to keep a low profile if she's incarcerated. Obviously, she's going to stand out because of all the publicity and because she's a star. Right. Hallmark movie star. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Still a star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full House. She had a big run on Full House. She did. People know who she is. Right. I mean, we're not talking about any of the other people who got busted right. in this. She's much more of a star than you and I are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, maybe not you. Nah, Certainly more than me. Probably both of us <laughs> combined. You put up both of our star power yeah. together. We're not even reaching her high heel. I can't even. Uh, I can't even convince people to take my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Says uh, she can't do anything about that, but she doesn't want to stand out because she's so green and that she does the wrong things. Laughlin and her fashion designer husband, and do you know his name? It's Ma Massimo Giuliani, something no. like that. I I can't pronounce it. It's a fashion designer. Apparently. Sounds like a man's man. Says. <laughs> you think he's going out hunting? You know, I, I only go get us a deer to put in a freezer. You know? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, they were accused of paying $500,000 wow. to college admissions consultant William your, Singer. God, imagine your kid being so dumb you have to pay $500,000 for him to get into Can college. Can you not build a library for 500000 Probably. I would say after about. Fifty thousand. I mean, I'm. I know I'm not rich like these people, but even yes. if I was at fifty thousand, I'd be like, "Look, you're going to trade girl, school." Yeah, you need to learn how to weld. You know. Well, I mean, nothing wrong with that at all. Or how about this? You just take that half a half a million dollars. Yeah. Set up a trust fund. Yes. And just give it to your kid. And I think the kid already had like a pretty successful YouTube channel. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know a lot about YouTube channels. <laughs> I, I watch very little YouTube that's not music. Right. And like, you know, prank videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I knew she had a YouTube channel, right? Pour 500000 into her YouTube business and mm -hmm. let her get famous doing that. Yeah. Maybe not even 500000 Maybe and then you get you out 100000 Yeah, and then you don't go to jail. Yeah, then you don't go to jail just because your kid's dumb. But just think of all the... Uh all the prestige you miss out on at cocktail parties <laughs> when, when you, you can't tell the Joneses that your kid is is like, you know, lead rower on the rowing team at USC. You, you have know? to be like a little, what's her daughter's name? Jade. Jade? Olivia Jade. Okay, Olivia Jade. And there was another one, too. <laughs> they're like, oh, how, they all got their pinkies up, you know, drinking <laughs> yes. martinis. They're like, how's Olivia Jade doing in school? And they're like, 
doing real well. She's at the community college, uh, going through the nursing <laughs> program. Thinks she's going to be an LPN. You know, she tried RN, didn't really work out for her. So she's going to try to get her LPN. She's doing very good. You know, I guess if you run in those circles, you can't say that. Like with us, that would be a normal conversation. We'd be like, oh, well, that sounds really great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? But with him, it's got to be. I mean, the circles I run in, I'm, I'm typically like, hey, the other day, my son, he burped, <laughs> hiccuped, and farted all at the same time. <laughs> they were like, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like, I know Eli's and then, talented. And then he said, excuse me, all by himself. He didn't have to be prompted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what we're proud of. Yeah. I, just, I guess there's an immense peer pressure for your kid to go to college if you're like a multimillionaire or whatever. Right. But. You know, for me, and all my kids are smart. They take after my mom. No mm-hmm. joke. I'm not like a <laughs> a parent who is like over the top about their kids. If my kids were dumb, I would admit my kids are dumb. You know, <laughs> yes. my kids do dumb stuff, but they make good grades. Right. But if it got to the point where I was like, man, I got to pay $500,000 for Hudson to go to college. I'd be like, look, man. Uh, you know, $500,000, yeah. that'll, that'll go a long way. <laughs> I was like, look, I'm keeping this 500000 They're hiring, you know, all over. You know, go get <laughs> yes. on at Mercedes or at ZF or wherever, BF Goodrich. We know Tiny. See if he can get your foot in the door out there. <laughs> yeah. And go work at a, an honest job and make your living. And live in a single wide trailer on the back, back in the backyard. No, no, they ain't doing that. <laughs> no, they're going to have to. When they're 18, they're getting out of here, you know, <laughs> unless they live here while they're going to college. If not, I'm I'm pretty much like me. Once I moved out, uh-huh. I was pretty much on my own. Now, my parents bailed me out several times. had <laughs> <laughs> several bailouts, okay? <laughs> had a little trouble keeping my checking account balance. May or may not bounced a few checks around Tuscaloosa. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I did get bailed out, but I tried to be as self-sufficient as I could. I right. just was not responsible enough. I didn't understand, like, hey, if you got an extra 60 bucks, maybe pay your power bill and not buy, like, a sack of weed or something, you know? <laughs> yes. I didn't understand the importance of both. <laughs> no. Looking back, I probably could have used a little bit of training in that area. They don't teach that no. that kind of thing anymore. My favorite thing about all this is thinking about Aunt Becky somewhere doing like push ups, getting ready for prison, you know, yes. like walking around with a do rag on. Yeah. And then getting ready for what's going to happen for life on the inside. But how mad would you be if you're, you know, trying to bulk up and get ready for prison and the whole time your daughter that <laughs> you tried to bribe into college right. is still like won't come out of her room because she's doing your YouTube like <laughs> that makeup would be videos. <laughs> that would be horrible. Because it's your fault, but there's a little bitty part yeah. inside you that's like it's kind of her fault. Right. You know? Well, I mean, Aunt Becky, I don't know if you're listening. If anybody knows Aunt Becky, let her listen to this episode because I feel like we've given some solid advice so far, but I would say this, Aunt Becky. If there's one thing I know about the American judicial system is that rich people don't go to jail and <laughs> white people don't go to jail. So I feel like you got a pretty good shot of staying out of jail, you know? Right. So. And 45 years is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, right. That seems a little much. They want, they want your money. Yeah. They don't want you. I feel like if you had a good lawyer, you could have already copped a deal out of all this right. and said, Hey, you know, I'll plead guilty and pay whatever in restitution to stay out of jail. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that hasn't happened. 
Maybe. I don't understand why this isn't a reality show like you're <laughs> talking about. I mean, that's another good piece of advice. She could baby. profit off this. She could straight up profit yeah. off of all this. And Tiny and I will be executive producers. <laughs> yes. I know nothing about that, but I do know a camera guy, so we can get it made. <laughs> you know, we get it shot at least. I'll do the audio. Yeah, Tiny can do the audio. I will do. I will do nothing, basically, like this show. <laughs> You'll just collect a check. Yeah, basically like this show. I'll do nothing except show up, okay? Oh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I actually have a very good relationships with people, in, you know, in the judicial system. Yeah. With the prosecutor. There you and go. if you'll pay some money to my nonprofit, <laughs> I can get you off. I do know a few judges, <laughs> but not in California or wherever this is. <laughs> they all, they're all friends. Yeah, so they know who to call out there, I bet. <laughs> yes. or they, can, they know the guy to call that knows the guy to call. We right? just need you to give $100,000 mm-hmm. to SD Allen Ministries. Okay. <laughs> in Earth Oddity's name. All right, you went a whole different direction than that. (laughs) We may should have discussed this beforehand. Give the $100,000 to us, and we will get it to S.D. Allen. All right? Right. Uh, Well, you got to give it to S.D. Allen so we don't have to pay taxes on it. (laughs) We're forming Earth Oddity (laughs) LLC, a 501c3 corporation right now. You know? Yeah. Oh, we can file the paperwork. It's fine. <laughs> okay. And we get it. And that's our foundation. That's the Earth Oddity <laughs> yes. Foundation, which we we will take our portion of the salary out, yes. you know, for administration purposes, and then give the rest to charities that we see fit. And Just so our- happens, Tiny and I both make combined $100,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. Okay? That's what it takes to operate this foundation. It is our mission to take money from rich people yeah. and get them out of trouble. That's right. <laughs> Not a bad mission. <laughs> I think we could clean up doing that, you know? Yeah. Well, the problem is, is other people, I think, already have that market corner. Probably. <laughs> Plus, imagine me and you walking into, like, a judge's chamber to try to advocate for somebody. Yeah. You know? yes. And we're just like, come on. <laughs> It'd be one thing if it's like down here, you know, like we go to like a, yes. you know, a courthouse in North in Tuscaloosa or whatever and walk in and try to advocate for somebody to get off as opposed to going to like Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> yes. And when you walk in, <laughs> they think that was pretty bizarre. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's kind of mean. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to show you our super secret handshake. <laughs> Okay, well, let's move on. I'm sorry, Aunt Becky. But for real, if anybody wants to hook us up with Aunt Becky, I would love to help her out. (laughs) Right. I've seen the inside of a jail before, so (laughs) I feel like I have a certain set of knowledge skills that I could pass on. (laughs) Yes. Let's see. Well, let's move straight here to another lady who's in a little bit of legal problems. And the headline reads, Pregnant woman led troopers on low-speed chase while drinking beer. Okay. When I read this headline, I said to myself, please don't be Alabama. Please don't be <laughs> Alabama. Please don't be Alabama. But it's from San Antonio, Texas. So not of, Alabama. Home of my favorite NBA basketball team and the Riverwalk. A trooper said he arrested a woman after she led him on a low-speed chase, then found out she was drinking while driving and also four months pregnant. Oh, no. Officials say Jennifer Vinzor, who was 28 was driving a gray Chevrolet Impala south on West Military Drive in May when they saw her fail to use her blinker. God, they would just be full of people (laughs) over left and right in Tuscaloosa (laughs) County for that. Yes. The Texas trooper said he then turned on his emergency lights to pull her over. 
but she continued to drive east on Westfield. Court records say Vinzer continued to ignore the trooper while driving slowly until finally stopping in the 500 block of Park Meadow Drive. That's right over there near the 400 block of Park Meadow Drive. And once she stopped, she allegedly got out of her car and approached the trooper with her hands in front of her, court records say. The trooper said he tried to detain her, but she swatted away his hands. Oh, they don't really like it when you swat away their hands. (laughs) So he had to secure her with handcuffs and then realized she was possibly pregnant. Oh, man. The affidavit says the deputy then realized Vinzer was possibly drunk due to her appearance, alcohol in her breath, and speaking with slurred, incoherent speech. Well, that's, those are definitely telltale signs. Yes. The trooper said they looked inside the vehicle and found an open 24-ounce Budweiser can along with an 18-pack of Bud in the back seat. Mm. Um, investigations later revealed she was four months pregnant, and she's now facing an evading arrest charge. What are you doing, Jennifer? Yeah. like Come on. What's your thought process here? <laughs> yes. Right, you know? Which I realized probably back when... I, my mom was pregnant with me. Not that my mom like drank or smoked or anything <laughs> when she was pregnant with me, but like people didn't know the yes, damage that it could right. do, you know. But mm-hmm. that's pretty much well out there now, right? We oh, all yeah. know: don't drink, don't smoke while you have. Well, a kid. I mean, it was talked about in a Friends episode, so that oh. right there should have informed half of America, okay. right? I didn't know it was in Friends. <laughs> yes. I tried to watch bad comedy though, so. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just feel like, uh, this is a very redneck story, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't from Alabama and it wasn't from Florida. That was really the amazing thing to me. And Texas will get redneck on, you know, you know, right. But Texas conveniently likes to pretend they're part of the South at times and then <laughs> likes to pretend they're their own thing at times. Well, they were uh, their own thing for what, nine years? Yeah, for a while. And they still talk about right. it. They're yeah. very proud of it. Very proud of it. Now, they don't bring up the fact that Tennessee basically had to help them out a whole lot during all that time, but yes. whatever, you know. And like I brought up the other night on Facebook, Baylor University is named after an Alabamian. So yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I figured nobody knows that, right? <laughs> no, everybody knows. But I knew that because I paid attention in fourth grade. <laughs> right. Not a lot of people did, but I paid attention to Alabama history. I love Alabama history. People forget. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is that their Baylor Bears are named after an Alabamian, which, of course, is a Baptist school if an Alabamian helped start it. Right. <laughs> of course. You know, <laughs> anyways, don't ladies don't get drunk and drive around. No, Espe- yeah. especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. Because right. it's not just you anymore. Yeah. I was really only specifically speaking about when they were pregnant. Now, what they do when they're not pregnant, <laughs> probably a good idea not to drink or drive. You still shouldn't too. drive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But definitely when you're pregnant, don't do it. Right. And in the days of like Uber, I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Really? Why are people getting, like I said, I believe we talked that about this last any, week. That shouldn't yeah. have been fixed. That's a yeah. problem that should have been fixed yeah. with Uber. I mean, I could see if you lived in Fayette, Alabama, and there's not <laughs> right. an Uber around. Yeah. That maybe you got to take some back roads home after a pasture party. You know, not that I've ever done anything <laughs> like that before. <laughs> but in San Antonio, you can get an Uber to take you home. Yeah. You know? Which I had an idea one time of having a scooter that would fit in people's trunks and coming and driving them home in their car and then getting the scooter out and driving myself home. So then the next morning <laughs> when they woke up, their car was at their residence. I got that idea off a TV show from like in Britain or somewhere. Right. That was a brilliant idea. I just never capitalized on it. So. Yeah. And so if anybody out there wants to do that, I still think that's a solid idea, you know. You <laughs> well, I mean, there's there are scooters that you can rent yeah, in no, a lot of major urban areas. Yeah, I'm talking about one you sit on, like, you know, like a 
like a baby motorcycle scooter. Gotcha, yes. What's that guy's name that used to come to our church? That oh. used to drive that scooter all the time. What was his name? It was James, wasn't it? I think so. I can't think of his last name. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. One, a scooter like that. But one that would be small enough to fit in somebody's <clears throat> trunk, you know? Yes, yes. And then they have their car there the next day, because that's the big hassle when, like, you catch a ride home with somebody you're drunk, is you got to go back and get your car the next day. Right, you know? right, right. So... I think that would be a huge market for that out there. <laughs> you threw me off with uh, <laughs> Mr. James. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real good story to tell you about was, this woman. <laughs> that was back in the good old days. I got a real good story. Oh, I don't want to tell the story on air because it would embarrass my mom, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. Just don't let me forget, okay? Okay. Now, mom, when you listen to this, you know what story I'm talking about. <laughs> Tiny's going to know about this, okay? I'll just uh, mark that down. All right. <laughs> John, I've got bad news. Okay. What if I told you your daughter was possessed by an evil spirit? Wouldn't be that surprised, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be that surprised. But good news, I can get it out of her. Okay. I can exercise the evil spirit from your daughter. All right. I just need you know a little bit of money All just right. to cover operating expenses. Sure. I, you, you understand the, that? I mean, you come get on. the wooden crucifixes and all that. Yeah, out, that, right? they don't. They don't kind of get. I mean, plus, I mean, there's there's time. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of unspoken things like, I mean, there's prayers that have to be offered, sure. and I mean, you understand that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just what's the, the rate? Cost. Let's just get down to the bottom line. What's the rate? Seventy thousand dollars. Ooh, a little steep. <laughs> a little steep. <laughs> Okay, we're just going to work through Maybe Vacation Bible School will clear it up <laughs> next year. All right, this is coming summer. Psychic said girl was possessed, scammed a mom out of 70K. Wow. That wow. is a lot of money for an evil spirit. That's a whole lot of money. I mean, I thought, you know, I mean, there's a lot of preachers around here that would do it for free. True. Don't know yeah. if they would be successful, but they would, they would give it the old college try. I mean, at what point in writing checks do you go, we put a lot of money into this demon, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you start to do a little assessment here. Yeah. Like, I've written $50,000 worth of checks this year for this demon here. What I are mean, you doing wrong? Again, I don't know if it would be successful, yeah. but around here, there are a lot of preachers a who whole would lot. love. Yeah. Love to be right. able to go around telling people they exercise an evil spirit oh, out of a little yeah. girl. Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this comes from Somerset, Massachusetts. A woman claiming to be a psychic stole more than $70,000 from a client by telling the woman that her 10-year-old daughter was possessed by a demon and she needed the money to banish the evil spirit, police in Massachusetts said. Tracy Milanovich, 37, of Somerset, is charged with obtaining property by trick along with larceny and witness intimidation, police said in a statement Thursday. Police started investigating December 17th when the alleged victim reported that she was tricked by Milanovich into handing over large sums of cash along with household items, including towels and bedding, to battle the demon. <laughs> I mean... Bedding? Bedding and towels. I mean... <laughs> That's what you need, I guess. Well, you know, you watch you watch old TV shows, and what do they tell you to do is to go start shredding Bowl bed water. sheets? Yeah. <laughs> oh, water. I was for giving birth to a baby, though. <laughs> well, you know? Well, it's a baby demon. <laughs> the allegations date to November 15th, when the woman first went to Milanovich's business, Tracy's psychic palm reader, for a tarot card reading, police said in their report. Milana Vinch was arrested December 27th, and she was arraigned in Fall River District Court this week and released on personal recognizance. 
A message-seeking comment was left at her business. Somerset police are asking anyone who thinks that they have been victimized by Milanovic to contact them. So, not as much information as I would like, but there will be a Google alert set for Tracy Milanovic (laughs) of Somerset, Massachusetts. Because I feel like there's a a story there that needs to be told. Well, like you said, like, if somebody's demon-possessed, I feel like the church is the place you go first, right? <laughs> right. Not to the psychic yeah. or, you know, palm reader or whatever. Right? I mean, a lot of people like to accuse the church of trying to, you know, build people out of money. Right. But every church I've been to, they hadn't built me yet. Huh. Yeah. Demon possessions have been <laughs> have been free along yeah. with just normal services, you know? Like, they would basically do it for free, I think. Now, look, you're probably going to get a guilt trip sermon once a year. Oh, yeah. About how you need to be doing more. Yeah. Oh, Father's Day for sure. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I have, I've never gotten a $70,000 bill in the mail saying that's no. what I owed them <laughs> for spiritual advice. Like, what if John Marsh starts handing out <laughs> bills after Children's Church to all of us? Like, no, yeah, definitely. Your kid is demon-possessed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having a special this that's week. That's right. We're running. <laughs> Two demon-possessed kids for one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that bad of an idea. A little revenue stream there. I bring that up. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I would tell people that we could exercise demons, but I'm scared to death we'd get one that was for real. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> and we would be Ooh. SOL. Yeah, I don't want to mess with any of that. <laughs> no. you know? I figure like uh, what you really got to do is get them out by some hogs and just throw it in the hogs, right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how it works, right? And then they <laughs> run off a cliff. <laughs> and then you make bacon. Yeah, right. Then bacon, demon bacon for Spicy everybody. Bacon. <laughs> Spicy bacon. <laughs> yeah there are people who don't understand that joke (laughs) that we're talking about anyways yeah so i don't know i would think somewhere like i said along the way you gotta be like man we have paid a lot of money like how long does it take to get a demon (laughs) yeah and i don't know about massachusetts maybe that they're uh notoriously short on preachers yeah right or especially like you know roadside preachers but around here if you had a demon yeah oh people come out the woodwork oh yeah just put up a facebook status (laughs) about it you know think my daughter's possessed (laughs) yeah people knocking on your door in 30 minutes (laughs) you know they said the church of christ would just be baptizing her until she got the (laughs) demon out i don't know but uh yeah i still feel like man you just gotta go how much you sit down with this lady and be like, how, like, how, how's this process? I've seen poltergeist, you know, like, <laughs> I need how a, long does this process take? I need an itemized list yeah, right. of things that this money is going to. Yeah. I'm going to see some receipts here. Invoices. Not to mention, I've got a lot of ripped up bed sheets and towels that I provided. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? I get it, betting it and cheap. Yeah. But I provided that stuff. Yeah. But where are you get this bed now? We can go to Walmart and get some bedding, right? You know, <laughs> yes. you don't have to go to Belk or JCPenney or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, well, let's move on here. This is a great story. And Todd sent me all my stories this week, which thank you, Todd. And this one is a Florida man story. We love Florida man. And the headline reads, Florida man wakes to find burglar sucking his toes, deputies say. Okay. Now, I was thinking, I think I told Todd this, this would be a really great prank to play on somebody. <laughs> to break in their house and suck on their toes? No, no. <laughs> For me to get on, like, grinder or something, <laughs> offer somebody some Arby's cards, right? Yeah. And then go, yes. But tell them you're somebody else. My name is Christopher Tiny <laughs> Sullivan. And this, my thing is, I like to pretend I'm asleep. And I like to have people suck on my toes. Oh, no. Come over to my house. This is my address. Keys under the mat. Come on in and get it done. You know? 
That would be amazing to do. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not telling them it's Christopher Wilson Sullivan. Well, I'm saying, you'd have to find somebody that, wasn't unar- that was unarmed. You know, like, <laughs> right. not a gun on right? Yes. It's going to be hard around here. Yeah. But I love pranks like that. Uh-huh. You know? I uh, I think I've told people that uh, one of my best forms of revenge to get on folks is list their phone number for free scrap metal on Craigslist before. <laughs> that is a great way to get back to people. <laughs> Crackheads would call them all day long. You know? Yeah. Great way to get back to people. This is just be like a, this is another play on that. But anyways, let's get into the article. It's from Bradenton, Florida. A Florida man woke up on Christmas Eve to find a burglar sucking on his toes, according to the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. little Christmas present there. A Christmas <laughs> Eve present. Uh, when the Bradenton resident asked the stranger what he was doing in his house, the stranger said he was there to suck toes. This man, he, he, he knows what he wants. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a fight broke out. Imagine that. <laughs> And during the struggle, the suspect tried to grab the victim's genitals and claimed to have a gun, the report says. But deputy said no weapon was found at the scene. So he's not just going away. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, in the midst of the fight, he's, he's still trying to, to get his toes on. I guess. <laughs> uh, the victim eventually forced the other man out of the house, but deputy said the suspect smashed one of the home's windows as well as a windshield of the resident's car. Yeah, I'm looking at that same story on the smoking gun. It says that uh, after striking the intruder in the face approximately for 30 seconds, uh, he ran back inside the house and he dialed 911. And it was at that point that the suspect punched out the glass on the home's front window and then he climbed atop the victim's car and stomped around until the That's windshield right. broke. That's right. He was mad he wasn't going to have suck on those toes. <laughs> it says the Herald, which is the paper, reports that investigators swabbed the victim's toes for DNA <laughs> and tried to track the suspect with a police dog, but the alleged toe-sucking burglar escaped. And officers said they were continuing to investigate as of Friday. So, hmm. There's a toe-sucking burglar out there on the loose in Bradenton, Florida. Golly. Uh, everybody be on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm not a toe guy. You know, I'm not a foot guy. Yeah, I feel like uh, I don't think I have to worry about this. I don't think. Yeah. You're not going to be sucking on my toes very long. He would immediately spit it back out <laughs> and move on somewhere else. But I was thinking if I were to wake up and someone was sucking on my toes other than my wife... <laughs> You know, which Dieter would never do that. She's <laughs> less too much of a lady to do that, right? Right. I feel like just a straight kick to the nose is the easy way out of this. You know, right. I mean, like, you're right there at it. You yeah. Know? And if you're into toe stuff, you know, foot stuff or whatever, <laughs> get a job at Foot Locker. <laughs> right. Yes. That seems to be like the thing, like all the foot people need to work in a shoe store that we just need to declare, hey, if you're into feet. Or what about like a nail salon? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be like Asian or something, at least the ones around here <laughs> are. Not to stereotype, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that's all the manicure and pedicurists are right. of some sort of a- from some sort of Asian country. I wouldn't try to speculate on mm-hmm. what kind. I've already said enough defensive stuff or offensive stuff. Defensive. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. If, if, if a dude's sucking on your toes, just kick him around the face, right? <laughs> right. You know, it seems like an easy thing to get out of. Yeah. Maybe you're like, that doesn't feel too bad. I'm just going <laughs> to let him finish up and show him the door, you know? And please don't smash out my window. Yeah. 
I mean, sometimes you don't know you have a kink until you're in the middle of it. <laughs> right. You know, yes. I mean, we've all been there, right? So, and uh, be careful when you open those doors. Yeah, because you you may not want to close it again. <laughs> yeah, once you walk through it, it's hard to go back through. You know, <laughs> real yes. hard, real hard. Uh, but yeah, you ain't gonna get. You're not gonna be sucking on my toes too very long. No. I would say I've tried it before. And I put a crick in my neck trying to do it. So <laughs> just wasn't my thing, you know. <laughs> well, John, do you remember the pooper intendant? I do remember the pooper intendant. Okay, well, this isn't him. Oh, okay. But this is very similar. A Wisconsin teacher admits to defecating in a park for two years. Wow. Two years. He did this for two years. Okay. A retiring Wisconsin English teacher cited for defecating in a public park for two years. Didn't even know you could get cited for two years of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, are they like backdating his charges? <laughs> yeah. Or did they know. just like charge you once? And he's like, well, I've been doing it for two years. I'm surprised y'all caught me or whatever. And then the, the clerk is like, oh, I'm going to have to now I gotta get redo some more all forms. This. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, he told authorities that he was being an idiot and that he did it for convenience and to be disrespectful. Okay. So his two main reasons, his two main reasons for doing this is number one is convenient, which I mean, is it? I thought the facilities was always more convenient, even if you have to walk a block. I don't know. Would you rather use the facilities? I mean, not to get too all the rest here. I pooped outside a lot in my life. Yeah, through camping and stuff. Right. Of course, me too. Me too. And once you get it down, I mean, it's not that bad. No, it's not, but it's nice when you have, you know, a roll of toilet paper nice right to be, there. Yeah, right. It is to be nice to be able to sit down and take a load off, so to speak. <laughs> yes. You know? I mean, which, I mean, that begs the question, was this guy, like, prepared for this? Was he bringing yeah, maybe he has tissue baby wipes or baby him? wipes with yeah. him? I don't know. To do it? I don't know. I don't but, know. And the second reason he wanted to do this was because he wanted to be disrespectful. Does he, like, hate the park or something? It's like he's a teenager, and he just never he never got out of that fight-the-system mentality. <laughs> you know, the park in Fett's named after our former mayor, Guthrie Smith. You know, yeah. Guthrie Smith Park. Maybe he hated, like, Guthrie Smith or whoever. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, Guthrie Smith wronged his family <laughs> in some way. Anyway, Jeffrey S. Churchwell, who is retiring from Middleton School District later this month. It's probably a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he had, had planned to retire before this came out. Or <laughs> just was like, okay, this is yeah. my swan song. Yeah, I'm go ahead and put in my <laughs> retirement papers before they can get me out of here. Anyway, he's going to have to pay $365 in fines, plus another $5,705 in restitution to the Public Works Department which cleaned up after him. $5,000? $5,000. He's leaving a load there. That's <laughs> a big old cleanup. I mean, it's two years, but even for two years, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, right. Altogether, that's over six grand. Wow. Uh, the Janesville Gazette reported Tuesday that it found out about the case through an open records request of sheriff's office reports. The reports indicated Churchwell had been defecating outside of and on a building at Nature Land Park in the town of Whitewater, Sometimes several times per day since 2017. What was he doing with his life? Man gets plenty of fiber. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities caught Churchwell on uh, October 8th. Caught him with his pants down. <laughs> when a deputy spotted Churchwell's vehicle and then stopped him as he drove into the park. That day, the sheriff's deputies had already spoken to a worker at the Walworth County Highway shop 
who complained about someone defecating on a park building and leaving used toilet paper behind. So he right. was coming prepared. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes you feel better about him, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. you know? <laughs> the workers showed deputies photos from trail cameras that showed a man defecating in the park. Wow. The pictures also showed Churchwell's car parked nearby and a partial plate number, which was used to identify Churchwell. So it's like, you got me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got me brown-handed. <laughs> <laughs> when the deputy pulled over Churchwell driving into the park, the retiring teacher said that he didn't know why he was being stopped. But deputies asked if it would help to show him pictures of why he was being stopped. Churchwell hung his head and said, going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, heck yeah, you show me the pictures. <laughs> yes. Asked what that meant and if it was in a park bathroom, Churchwell responded, a number two by the park building without a bathroom. <laughs> he also acknowledged that he occasionally defecates in the park on the way to school. A day after his arrest, Churchwell wrote to the sheriff's deputy who stopped him and apologized and that he realizes that he made a mistake. I am so disappointed in myself, Churchwell, <laughs> Churchwell said in an email. I have the great opportunity to teach political rhetoric in this class. I stress the importance of involved citizenship. And then there I am being a lousy citizen of Walworth County, he said, adding that he is sickened by his hypocrisy. Wow. As well, after really thinking about why I did what I did, the email continued, I came to the conclusion that I allowed my thrill-seeking, self-indulgent pride. That's from that and, door we were talking about walking through. <laughs> and you know? ego to get the best of me. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, thrill-seeking wow. and selfish pride, that's that's what you call yeah. it. Well, I would say if I was the guy cleaning up the poop and this dude had been doing it for two years, almost daily, sometimes up to three times a day, after about the third day, I would have went and bought my own trail cameras and put them up. You know? Yes. Not, They're not gonna, expensive. No. We're going to get to the bottom of this. In fact, around here, you can probably just have to borrow some, right, yeah, especially yeah. in the warmer months of the year. Yes. Yeah. I, I would have not been cleaning up every day you know yeah. uh we gonna catch this guy real quick y'all i mean i feel like someone needs to find this dude's address and be like the flaming bag of poop prank <laughs> this is it okay this is ground zero or you know what i would have done once we knew who it was yeah I, when i saw that truck pulling in the park i'd have got on the radio and been like hey tiny he's coming <laughs> get the bb gun you know <laughs> And you just wait over in the bushes, and once he gets squatted down, you start lighting him up with a BB gun. <laughs> he won't be back anymore, you know? He ain't going to tell anybody either, you know? Then you film it and put that on YouTube. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, that'd be so funny. Yeah, I would light him up, man. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have BB gun wars when we were little. Those things sting, you know? You got to let him get one out. Yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's running. Yes, with his pants down. <laughs> with his pants down. Yeah, no. I try, I mean, I'm thinking like on his cheek diary, if you <laughs> yes. light that up one time with a BB gun, yes. he coming back after that. You <laughs> because, know? I mean, it puts him in such a predicament because his pants are down. Yep. He don't want to pull them up. Right. And he's still, he's still not he's clean. Still not, yep. <laughs> Maybe not even all the way done. <laughs> he's getting lit up with he's BBs. Lit up. He's got to worry about where he's stepping. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the worst. It'd be amazing. This is why you don't come and poop on my house. I'm letting you know. Yes. Anybody in my neighborhood, I'll be pooping in my place. I will light you up with a baby gun. Oh, mercy. <laughs> I 
I've had the same BB gun since I was about 13. I'm deadly with it. I mean, <laughs> I'm a sure shot with it. I know exactly how, how it breaks and everything. So yep. don't mess with me, okay? <laughs> we have BB gun wars. We had a one-pump rule, but, you know, I'll throw five pumps on you if you poop it in my yard. <laughs> I'll break that rule. That's right. Yeah, I'll break your skin with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Make but, you get the tweezers out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to go to the doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get this? Oh, well, I was pooping at the park on the side of this building. When I was assaulted by BB guns. <laughs> I would take whatever charge <laughs> came to me, too. When I went to jail, yes. I look, Judge, I have cleaned up poop for two years. Yes. Every day, sometimes multiple times a day from this guy, and I shot him in the thigh. I will plead uh, mercy from the court. Because, do what you do, but yeah. I'm not sorry. Yeah, but I'm not sorry at all. I will not apologize to this man. <laughs> And I will take whatever punishment you give me. <laughs> that seems like a fair thing to do. Yeah. Now I kind of want somebody to start pooping <laughs> on the flights. Yes. I think that'd be kind of fun. Okay, well, let's move on to another guy that's in a little trouble here. Oklahoma man. Don't get a whole lot of Oklahoma man. We don't. But, you know, uh, what's the security guard's name? Kimmy. Kimmy, yeah, yeah, She yeah. may have been involved in this. I don't know, you know? <laughs> She's got some stories. Yeah, she does. Oklahoma man on meth steals a car from a porn video store with goat and guy inside and okay. drives through three states and leads cops on a low speed chase. That's a heck of a headline right Oklahoma there. man coming in hot. No, he, he checked all the boxes. <laughs> if you had not told me that was an Oklahoma man, yeah. I would have immediately thought Florida man. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, is Oklahoma the Florida of the West, you know? I mean, maybe he's trying to be. Yeah. I don't know. It's starting out strong in 2020. <laughs> okay, so the article reads, uh, he had the need for speed. An Oklahoma man on methamphetamine went on an exceptional trip Wednesday morning, Tulsa CBS affiliate KOTV reported. First cops say Brandon Kirby, who was 40, by the way, <laughs> okay. was too old to be doing stuff like <laughs> yes. this. Stole a pickup truck that was parked at an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri, according to Tulsa, K-O-K-I, Tulsa TV station. The car had two passengers, one man asleep in the passenger seat, and that man's pet goat. <laughs> now, let's just stop right here, because the pet goat was chilling in the bed of the truck. Right. It's strange to me, number one, that porn video stores still exist. <laughs> That's an excellent point. You know, I mean, that is a relic of a bygone era. <laughs> yes. You know? There's one apparently over here in uh, Carthage, Missouri, who's still th able to keep the lights on. <laughs> I thought all of those had like transitioned into yeah. apparel yeah, and right. other accessories. Accessories. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Uh, anyway, bought a pair of fuzzy handcuffs at one not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the way it goes? Fine, I'm a married man. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know just strictly porn video stores still existed. Number two, why is a man asleep in the parking lot <laughs> in his truck? Number three, why is his pet goat in the back of the truck? Well, I mean, maybe that's the only place the man had to go, and yeah. he didn't have anybody that would watch his pet goat, so he had it with him. Or do you think maybe he <laughs> bought a video? <laughs> Got a little tired out, you know, got a little excited, <laughs> decided to take a little nappy poo before he went home. You know? Maybe he was trying to sell a video. Oh. <laughs> Going to business. Can you sell your own? I'm, I'm not aware of that. 
Well, I mean, I'm sitting on a library. <laughs> a library. We're talking about, I got 18 years worth. I could just say That's a joke, by the way. I would never feel myself doing anything like that. No. I don't even like looking in the mirror when I get out of the shower. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not videoing myself. Well, I was just assuming, I mean, this is, this is where Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, this actually was in Missouri. Okay, I was just assuming that I was just assuming that the goat was involved in the video at <laughs> yeah, some point. Maybe so, or maybe it's like uh like the video game store replays here where you can sell old games back yeah, to them. Yeah. You know, maybe he just had like an old you know whatever barefoot and busty <laughs> number thirty nine, and he wanted to trade it in and get a new one. Right, just rode down with his goat. You know, hop in the back of the truck. Anyways, let's get on back to the article. Kirby here. <laughs> I'm thinking about this too much. <laughs> proceeded to ingest methamphetamine and drive the car from Carthage about 150 miles south of Kansas City in Missouri through Kansas and into Oklahoma. In rural Creek County, Oklahoma, Kirby decided that ha- having company was overrated and dropped the man and the goat on the side of the road. And this proved to be a mistake because the man called 911. So imagine being asleep and you just wake up, a guy's stealing your truck, and you ride down the road. It's a rude awakening. You're like, hey, man, uh, I was I was trying to buy a video here. I was <laughs> going to get a little nap in beforehand or whatever. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Oklahoma police then contacted OnStar, which remotely slowed the stolen truck, so it was only traveling about 15 miles per hour. Oh, so this is like a relatively newer vehicle. Yeah, I was thinking like I was a square body Chevrolet <laughs> or something, yes. right? I was thinking like an old, beat-up, yeah. rusty pickup truck. I bet you everybody who was listening to this thought the same thing. I was thinking they of like... all you need to be with that OnStar on it. I was thinking of Mater. <laughs> it's basically Mater, parked outside of a video rental store. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Kirby refused to give up, even after driving over a spike strip that flattened the vehicle's tires, and eventually police ended the low-speed pursuit, pursuit by forcing Kirby off the road and into a ditch in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, <laughs> just, my, just about seven miles west of Tulsa. Kirby was arrested after a short foot chase when cops found him attempting to hide in some small grass like a fourth grader playing hide-and-seek. <laughs> I like that little editorialization right, there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kirby has a lengthy criminal history, surprise, surprise, (laughs) and was recently released from prison, according to KOTV. And at the time of the wild ride, he was wanted on burglary burglary charges in Osage County, just north of where the chase concluded. All right. So let that be a lesson to you. (laughs) All right. And don't fall asleep in the parking lot. Of the video store. I can think of no worse place I would rather take yeah. a nap. Yeah, absolutely. Than of one of those seedy, yes. creepy looking places. Yeah. No, that is, <laughs> that is wild. I would rather sleep in the cemetery. Yeah. I don't know. That really creeps me out. Uh, yeah, but all that is just, you know, superstition and, and right. heebie-jeebie. Like, yeah. you don't hear about a lot of crime taking place inside of, of a cemetery. No. That's a good point. I'm still amazed at the fact that there's video adult video stores, (laughs) you know, you can barely find just a normal Barnes and Noble anymore or like any kind of bookstore or anything. (laughs) Blockbuster's gone. (laughs) Everything. Somehow in Carthage, Missouri, one little 
video stores just standing there as a beacon of seediness and debauchery. That evidently is able to turn a profit. I guess so. They're still paying rent or whatever. It's like free. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid and we'd go on a road trip and Mm -hmm. you'd see those places on the side of the road. Yeah. When I was a little kid, oh, I wanted to go in those places so bad. And a little bit overrated, I'll say. <laughs> I was going to say, then I grew up. Yeah. I, 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 would, I wouldn't go near one, you know? <laughs> Where were we? We were on a scout trip one time. I think we were in West Lafayette, Indiana, at Purdue University. They had a big conference up there. And we were walking around, and we happened up. You know, it's like, <laughs> what, 94, I guess? Yeah. Happened, happened up. up. Not planned at all. No, no, no. We're just exploring the town or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're probably trying to find somebody to buy some beer or something. Right. Because we were not, we weren't 21. I know I wasn't 21 because I remember we went in and I was amazed nobody asked me for an ID or anything, <laughs> you know? And you just go in and it's just like rows of adult movies. <laughs> All male clientele, by the way. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. 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 And they're like five Boy Scouts <laughs> roll up in there. We didn't have our uniforms on or Oh, anything. I wish y'all had y'all's That'd uniforms. That'd have been really good. We might have went home with somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I bet that dude behind the counter would be like, are they shooting? Are they filming here? <laughs> I didn't know we had anything scheduled today. He like calls his boss up. <laughs> but yeah, we went in one and I was just like, wow, this is... uh. This is really weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is extremely strange. And people are, like, just browsing around, just like you were in a blockbuster or whatever, <laughs> yes. you know? I'm like, well, the only difference is everybody knows what everyone in there is going to be doing exactly. in another 15, 20 yeah, minutes when they get right. home. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't really need a video. <laughs> <laughs> a very vivid imagination. <laughs> yeah. You know? I was a lot younger. <laughs> very vivid imagination. <laughs> I want to go back and put a little warning in before this <laughs> story now that I think about it. <laughs> so, yes, I've been in an adult video store and it is yeah. as creepy as you would think it would be, you know? Yeah. yeah. At least for me, you know? Right. I had a guy who worked for me one time who worked at what was probably considered an adult video store here Mm -hmm. in town one time. And uh, he had some interesting stories about the clientele. They also sold accessories, too. You know, he's like, so people would be like asking me about all this stuff. He's like, I don't know anything about it. (laughs) He's like, I just make up. Yeah, no, it's the, you know. It's the best. Yeah, this is the best top of the line, you know, whatever. This is like the Cadillac of personal massagers. (laughs) Exactly. This is the best neck massager, (laughs) wink, wink, that we have. This will take you zero to 60 in (laughs) 3.2 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, so he had some very interesting stories. Well, our this is my last story of the day. Thanks to Wilts for putting this up in the group. Underage Michigan men arrested after drunken horse and buggy ride. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I didn't know. I've always been kind of fuzzy on the rules. I understand that you can't drink and drive, but when there's an animal involved, I've always been. Do the same laws apply? And if they do, should they? Because as long as the as long as the horse hadn't been drinking, you know? it knows where it's going, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think yeah. the same laws apply though. I know it does for like a lawnmower. Yeah, but if that horse crashes into someone's single wide trailer, I mean, it's not because that horse was drinking. No, <laughs> that horse was just being stupid. Yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Michigan deputies nabbed four underage suspected drunken drivers. Drivers yeah. used loosely here. And their mugshots are amazing. <laughs> they are absolute units, you know? Like, can we get them on our <laughs> offensive line? You know? 
after they were spotted throwing beer cans from their horse and buggy. There you go. <laughs> the Gladwin County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that it received a complaint from a motorist around 4 p.m. Sunday that the four men were riding on a buggy through Beaverton Township and they seemed to be intoxicated. <laughs> the four men were tossing cans from the horse and buggy, the driver said. According to the sheriff's office, when deputies found the buggy, the four were identified by the motorist. Initially, they gave deputies false information about their ages, and they refused to give their names. However, after further investigation, the four were identified as Levi Mast, Andrew Zook, Joseph Miller, and Joseph Troyer, all from Gladwin County. <laughs> all of them are either 19 or 20 years old. Okay. Inside the buggy, deputies found several open and unopened containers of alcohol. Police determined that the four were under the influence of alcohol. The men were arrested for felony obstruction of justice, disorderly person, and issued civil infractions for minors in possession of alcohol. And like John said, if you do nothing else today, yeah. you need to go to the show notes and you need to click on these guys' mugshots. Boy, I said they're <laughs> units. You know, to me, they kind of looked like the... Uh, the commemorative plates of like <laughs> featuring the Beatles <laughs> that you would get off Wish. Right. You know? Yes, right. <laughs> Wish.com. Uh, now, these are Amish guys, right? Well, it doesn't say. They're got to be. I they mean, look at them. They got to be Amish. <laughs> and they're in a horse and buggy. Their name's like Levi yeah. and stuff like that. They gotta be Amish, right? Well, you know, Levi, he's really, I guess, the only super Amish sounding dude. True. Andrew, Joseph, and. Other Joseph. I guess those yeah. could be Amish names. Those are all biblical names. Yeah, right? those are biblical names. Yeah. You know. With that haircut and the way they look, <laughs> you know? Yes. Which David, who used to, I, I have his position now, used to be my boss. Uh -huh. uh, he said he ran a uh, 5K or something up in Amish country, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. Maybe it was a 10K. He's a big runner. Big. I mean, right. he's like super fit. He ran 50 miles on his 50th birthday. Oh, all wow. Right? Okay. That's the type of dude he is. He said he did really good for about the first mile, and then Amish dudes in blue jeans and, like, cobbled shoes smoked him <laughs> for the rest of the race. Yes. I mean, just absolutely ran him in the ground. They just killed him. Because so. they're, they've been I mean, raising all them barns. They do, yeah. <laughs> and those dudes right there look pretty strong. Country strong. Yeah, country strong. Now, do, are you familiar with Rumspringa? Yes. Is would this be part of that? Don't they like go crazy <laughs> during that time or whatever? <laughs> Any Amish listeners out there? <laughs> Somebody email us. Who want to correct me on this? Please feel free. <laughs> Just email us. It'll be fine. <laughs> Call in if you want. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, Rumspringa is something that came about. It's relatively recent. Like it hasn't always been a custom. Okay. Because there was a time Amish people were just like everybody else. It's just how everyone lived. This is before, right. you know, electricity and whatnot. Yeah. But now that times are so different and there's a modern age versus the Amish, the, which we would consider to live as primitive. Yeah. They have this thing where when you become of age, the family sends you on what they call Rumspringa, where I guess you were to go out into the world and, and see what the see Internet's like, like yeah. and, and see how the rest of the world operates. And then you make a choice if you want to live like the world and, and be a heathen. Yeah. And go to hell or <laughs> if you want to come back home and, you know, take a wife and keep raising barns and Little, churning yeah. butter. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Maybe these guys were just out experiencing a little bit of life. <laughs> yes. I thought it was just like a, like a Mardi Gras for Amish people that happened <laughs> every year or something. Maybe. Like, Y'all just go crazy for a week or two and then we'll get it all out of our system for right, a year right. or something. 
I don't know. I think Baptists need a rum spring up. A bad idea. <laughs> they call those fishing trips. Uh, I was wondering, too, another thing. I've got a lot of Amish questions. I'm very Amish curious. <laughs> yes. you know? It's like, could I just go join up with the Amish? Like, let's say I just decide, me and Dieter sit down, I'm like, look, babe, our kids are worse off. Technology is bad. Yeah. Let's go make our own life. It'll make us tighter as a family. Could I just show up and be like, hey, I want to. If Teach me comes, to be like you. If somebody comes to the Baptist church, you know, you walk down the aisle, you say, I want to join up. We're like, yeah. Everybody says, amen. You know, and I know you come to our church. We're asking for your phone number and trying to sign you up for Sunday school. <laughs> you go before get on you even, remind me. Yeah. Before you even walk the aisle, you know. <laughs> yeah. You don't get on a remind me list if you come at my church. You get <laughs> we come on way time. too strong. <laughs> but yeah. So could I like, I wonder what the process is. I don't know. Like I. I would assume that you definitely can. Yeah. But it would probably depend on where you're at. And I, again, I don't know. Amish listeners. Yeah. You know, write in and let me know. I would think that uh, depending on where you're at, depending on the, the people, because people are individuals, as right. much as we like to put them in groups. Sure. You know, every single person is an individual. I would think that people may be a little bit leery of someone is that they view as an outsider. Right. Yeah. That's what I think. Too. Like maybe they're trying to yeah. pervert us or. Uh, bring in stuff that's not good for us. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I pull up in the minivan <laughs> and throw my <laughs> keys like out in the woods and I'll be like, where do I need to build my house? You know? Yes. I mean, that's what I would do. You know, we're going to live in a tent until we get the house built or whatever. Uh, also, FYI, might need someone to teach me how to build the house. Yeah. Gonna need a little help with that. You know, I realize plumbing's probably not gonna be an issue. Okay. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna need a little help with that and, uh, probably starting a garden too and all. Yeah. Uh, probably need to know some ins and outs of your fate. You know, you right. guys once saved, always saved. How's this work? You know, did y'all break off from the Anabaptist or something? I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I like think... I said, I'm almost curious. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. I just feel like, not that I don't want to go join the Amish, I'm per perfectly happy with my life now, but I just wonder, like, at what point are you just, like, in Amish people just inbreeding so much that they're going to end up being a detriment? You know, like, well, we don't have a huge Amish population, do we? I, again, I don't know. I don't either. But I would I would want to say that there there's enough genetic diversity there that that wouldn't happen. But I, I don't know. know. Yeah. Especially if people, I mean, I... I don't know what their return rates on Rumspring are. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know the percentage yeah. of kids that leave and kids that, that don't come back. That'd be tough, too. You know, if you go out and you're like, oh, wow, I really like the world out here. I met this, like, smoking hot chick or whatever, <laughs> and I want to go be with her and hang out at the bowling alley or whatever. Like, what do you do? You're like, you don't know how to get <laughs> you don't know how to get a driver's license or an apartment or any of that stuff. I would imagine it would, for someone who was, I don't know, I would think someone raised Amish, it might would be kind of tough, kind of scary. Yeah, I was living outside too. of that community. Yeah, right, it's and, probably as scary as me moving into that community. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> it's not Amish at all. But I do remember that my mom, when she first moved to Fayette County, Fayette is such a small town, very very small, that I found it difficult myself to fit in. Yeah, when I first moved there because I didn't know anybody, and every single person I met the. The first question they asked me was what my name is. The second question they asked me was who my daddy is. <laughs> and nobody knew my daddy because my dad had never set foot in Fayette County, right. you know. So, yeah. I, you know, especially when I first you know moved there, I found it difficult just to yeah, fit into a small town. Right. So I can't imagine what it would be like trying to fit into an Amish community. 
Yeah, it'd be wild. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would do pretty good. <laughs> right. You know, crack a few jokes, you know, whatever. That they don't understand. Yeah, they have no idea. <laughs> that might be a reality show right there. <laughs> yes. You know. Well, you know, what was it? TLC, they had the show about the kids who were, you know, coming out of the Amish community. They need yeah. one of, of people trying, trying to live to in, in the community. Yeah. Community. Yeah. I yeah. think, I, I mean, as far as like cutting myself off from all of the electronics and all that, mm-hmm. power and everything, I could be fine. I can't regularly right no big deal you know i could do mm-hmm. that now deidre and the kids <laughs> outside of hudson would have a little bit of trouble with it but maybe right. it's fine now the physical labor part <laughs> that's the part that gets me that's gonna be that's gonna be a little rough on me all right but i feel like i could do okay right how can I, how do i enroll in the amish management program <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. i want to be over the people who build the heaters you know <laughs> yes <laughs> Anyways. I want to be butter churn quality inspector. Yeah. Any former Amish who may be listening, who went on Rumspringa and didn't come back or whatever. Yeah. Hook us up. I mean, I would love to talk to you. Uh-huh. you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not making fun of your faith or anything like that. I'm very curious. Like, what is the recruitment efforts that you guys do? You know, we're. I mean, I know you guys are Bible believing or whatever. <laughs> Does say to go out and make <laughs> disciples. I, what are y'all doing? You know? Yeah, I don't know how much of that they do. Yeah, I don't think they do a whole lot. And that's that's certainly okay. But other than that, I mean, we probably agree on a lot of things doctrinally. Yeah, yeah, doctrinally, we probably do. All right. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, BAP is pretty conservative. <laughs> right. you know? We're like Amish with cell phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, contemporary music. Yeah. They would hate contemporary Christian music, I guarantee you. <laughs> You know, which is yeah. part of my appeal as someone who doesn't like contemporary Christians of joining up with the Amish. Right. You know, I'd like to get a hymn book back in my hand every Sunday. You know, yes. I'm John's like, you'll take my hymn book when you pry it from my cold <laughs> dead right. fingers. I'll be the only person in church to open up a hymn book every time we sing a hymn. You know, well, when that happens, you have you know hymns like today when it was. Someone up there in the booth, they're like, like changing the verse, right. like every single stanza, right. nobody knows what to sing. That's right. But that was a very simple song, you know? <laughs> it was a very simple song <laughs> that we completely and utterly failed at singing. That's the problem with the screen, you know? <laughs> I'm anti-screen, too, yeah. you know? Uh, to me, and I don't want to get off on a whole time. Except right for here. today, it usually works out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> But to me, I learned to read music going to church. You know, like that's where I learned to read music. And I got to practice every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, and every Wednesday night because Rehoboth, we're singing hymns Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, with my Uncle Ronnie up there leading them. And now, if even if it is a hymn, they just put the words up there and then there's no notes for me to sing. And it bothers me a Mm -hmm. little bit. I saw some more. Say that. I don't know why we can't put the notes up on the screen, too, mm-hmm. you know? And now I'm trying to teach my kids to read music, and I can't because, number one, we're singing a bunch of contemporary songs. <laughs> who, who knows what the music is on that? It's just all a unison chorus for the whole time, you know? Right. And so there are no tenor parts or bass parts or alto parts or anything like that. So I just want to be able to teach my kids to read music at church, okay? You had such a richer experience in growing up than I did. <laughs> I know nothing about reading music, bass parts, tenor parts, none of that. Yeah. I have no musical talent whatsoever. Well, look, if if we can get a movement started to get the hymn book back, <laughs> you move up a row and sit with us, and I can teach you too, just like my mom and dad worked with me. You know? Well, I know you haven't, you probably haven't taken a, a peek at the show's download numbers lately, but I'm not that great at starting movements. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're probably down a little bit for the holidays. <laughs> We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. On the website there, you can order the spice and the Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes, all on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, toes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean and it will allow you to make your own chips just like the Amish do um, <laughs> using with the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next rum springa up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch, batch of homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll find recipes there that are mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own, all on CajunCurl.com. And if your local grocer doesn't carry it, ask them to start stocking it now. It's available here locally at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, uh, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Girl, but you feel like uh, you launched a drone strike against an <laughs> Iranian general while you eat your meal. Uh, it's all natural, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right. We have, we have another review this week in the form of a comment left on the Podbean app. Oh, okay. So. There we go. <laughs> And uh, this this uh, review comes from Scotty. Uh, he's wrote into the show before, and he says, uh, this is very long, so settle in. If uh, anyone needs to go use the restroom, I suggest you do it now. Maybe make you some popcorn. Give you a minute. Okay, here <laughs> we go. I wish I could give y'all a nice long five-star review on iTunes, but like all right-thinking people, I know that Apple is the great Satan, so I'll <laughs> settle for doing so here. John and Tiny are the type of guys who, even after a single episode, you immediately identify as your buddies. Thank you. That's yeah. that. That's special. I that's like. True. I like that. I, I'm, that's my biggest thing. Yeah, I wish it? I could be everybody's friend. Yeah, you yeah. know, except the dumb people. Yeah, you know what? I like dumb people too. You're a better man than I am. Especially all the ones listening right now. <laughs> no dumb people listen to this show, Tiny. How would you? How can you insult our listeners? No dumb people. <laughs> it's hard for me to imagine that uh, anyone smart would listen to me, but I guess I guess some of them do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think they look down their noses at us. That's 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 a good you know, point. Yes, it's fine. Absolutely. If I can boost your self esteem in any way, that's fine with me. <laughs> Says without even thinking about it, I wrote them an email this past summer where, among other things, I gave them a bit of grief about being Saban worshippers. <laughs> Guilty. 
<laughs> I don't know that I'm a worshiper. You're not a worshiper, but I do. I'm a disciple. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's wholly different. <laughs> because that's how buddies interact. Immediately after sending it, I got worried that they might take it seriously. Dude, we don't take no. anything seriously. Yeah, really? <laughs> I don't even take my own life seriously. Yes. When they read it on the next episode, my fears were laid to rest. They get it. They're genuine, and it really takes a couple of genuine Southerners to tackle the topics of this show without swinging too far either in in the direction of let's take all this seriously or let's just make fun of people. I agree. That's a fine line that we try to walk here on the show because I don't. I'm, I'm probably swinging a little much <laughs> too far on let's make fun of people. Let's just be honest here, okay? I try to laugh more at situations that people find themselves in rather than actually attacking the it, intelligence of others. Because I feel like right. me personally, I got no business attacking anyone else's intelligence. Admittedly, I'm a horrible person. Okay, <laughs> We I round re- each other out. I recognize this fact. <laughs> I'm the counterbalance to Tiny's extreme good. You know? Yes. Yeah. The, you're the yang to my yin. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Says... They tread the line brilliantly. Thank you so much. Brilliantly. The topics are as varied as the human folks who generate the stories are, from flat earthers to meth-fueled attack squirrels to the political idolatry present in their own church family. Absolutely. They shine light on the absurdity that needs to be illuminated without being preachy or dismissive. And that is an extremely rare gift in the podcasting world. Several of the stories I've used as discussion starters for the meetings and classes I lead, Monster Truck being a good example. Remember that? Yes. The uh, Monster <laughs> Truck Ministry? Yes, right. <laughs> Even though there are just as many that are best enjoyed without others about. Example, that's an interesting cup holder you got there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> yes. Give these guys a listen, tell your trusted friends, and buy Cajun Curl. Sincerely, Agent P. Or Scott. <laughs> Agent P. <laughs> uh, and then he's got a P.S. down here. T rhymes with B. Both are called Nick, and both are real good at recruiting. Okay. So, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Scott. That yeah. was... Uh, I would like to see a little more out of other listeners like that. Okay. Let's just be honest here. I'm on cloud nine here. Yeah. Walking on sunshine. Absolutely. That was uh, excellent. Excellent. It was amazing. Uh, I'm I'm amazed that you took the time to write all that. Yeah. And thank you so much for the uh, warm words of encouragement that you give us. Beautiful. Really. Very beautiful. I appreciate it. From the bottom of my heart. Uh I know of my cold and callous heart. You might think I'm being facetious, but I really do appreciate the fact that some people find enjoyment in what we do. You know, it means a lot to me. Some might say that John's heart grew three sizes bigger that day. <laughs> Let's not get overboard. That would be a terrible condition to have, too. All right. I would have to see a cardiologist immediately. <laughs> yes. You know, but yeah, I do take comfort in the fact that some people enjoy what we do mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we're just goofing off here for the most part. And uh, I'm glad you can listen to us goof off and enjoy mm-hmm. it too, you know. And everything I say is pretty much you should take with a grain of salt mm-hmm. as well. So just want to throw that disclaimer out there for future lawsuits that we at least have that recorded. <laughs> and uh, don't take anything I say too seriously. You know? And that does mean a lot when you say that we uh, we walk that fine line. Because that really is a fine line that I, yeah. at least I try to walk. Where Me too. 
I want to point out the absurdity of things, but at the same time, not be mean or yeah. attack people. So thank yeah. you for that, because that's exactly what we're trying to do here on this show. Yeah, tiny for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut other people down to make myself feel good. <laughs> right. It's just the way it works, okay? In uh, me, I never feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm glad you listen, and I'm glad you enjoy it. And I'm glad for anybody who does. All the people who have written in over the years, mm-hmm. the like two people who have called in, you know, <laughs> yes. really appreciate y'all. Yeah. That was real good. Solid Jeremy Merending. Yeah. Jeremy Merending. <laughs> yeah. And everybody who interacts with us in the Facebook group, you know, if you're not a part, you're listening to this, join up with our Facebook group, man. We, we, it's a great get, place. Yeah. Kind of get a little crazy in there. I'm much funnier <laughs> online, too, by the way. Yes. Much funnier online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't, I, I have to, you know, type out my things and think about them. It makes it a lot funnier, at least to me, than if mm. it comes straight off my head. So, well, do you have anything else? Uh, no, other than Earth Oddity retweeted me or something on <laughs> Twitter this week. So they're going to find you. People can find me now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's about it. Just blowing my cover over here, Tiny. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet at us on Twitter. We are at underscore earthoddity. Yep. Occasionally, we post pictures. That's right. You can check those out on Instagram, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. That's right. And if all that fails, once again, still don't have a new number. That's all right. Join the ranks <laughs> of the few and the proud who have called us. You know? Yes. They're like the Marines of the Earth Oddity audience. What's that number? It is 662-493-2059. That is 662-493-2059. Also, check us out on Facebook. Yep. Uh, you can friend us. You can be our friend. Yeah. Uh, this happens every year around January, but I'm, I've really got a lot of stuff in the works for 2020. I'm hoping 2020 will be an excellent year for the show. Sure. And we want you on board. Yeah. We don't want anyone left behind. No, we need your help. <laughs> yes. Really, we do. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth ID for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.